What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host of the Most Mojo. Kicking off episode 238, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 238. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, first off, thank you for letting me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listen and download. You can also catch me live on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, where you can also rate and review the show hint hint wink wink google play music spotify overcast pocket cast radio public breaker cast box stitcher tune in youtube the maddie mo show ig and twitter at maddie underscore pace and facebook at maddie's motivation if you need a little kick in the pants and some inspiration ladies and gentlemen but without any further ado i am here to deliver straight to you episode 238 and none other than the Sunday fun day wrap up ladies and gentlemen now on this day i like to give a bunch of positive influential inspirational empowering news stories that you may not hear in your cookie cutter news stations that like to publish a bunch of negative ass bs you know what i'm saying if you are wondering where i get the material for this show a lot of these news stories all of them come from good news network Now, if you're listening to me on Anchor right now, you can just click the link. It'll bring you directly to the website. If you're listening to me on something else, well, you can go once again to goodnewsnetwork.org. Also, throw them a like on Twitter. They're awesome. And if you're wondering where I got these dope-ass beats for the show, man, it's from Fantastic Music on YouTube. Go hit the sub button and check it out because they have nothing but fire. But without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we are here to give you the Sunday Funday wrap-up. So let's kick it off with the first news story entitled, Scientists have developed a breakthrough that may defeat antibiotic-resistant bacteria, published by the Good News Network. Researchers have just found a new breakthrough to keep bacteria from resisting treatments. Scientists at the University of Western Australia, in collaboration with researchers in Canada, have developed a new compound that can combat antibiotic-resistant bacteria. B-lactam antibiotics, better known as penicillins, are widely used to treat everything from skin infections and throat infections to diseases in humans such as pneumonia, tuberculosis, foodborne diseases, and gonorrhea. Ugh. However, the rise of drug-resistant bacteria in the past decade is threatening their effectiveness. Lead author and chemical biologist associate professor Keith Stubbs from UWA School of Molecular Sciences said one method bacteria use to resist antibiotics is to produce an enzyme called AMPCB lactamase. Uh, did I say that right? Lactamase? lactamase to destroy the antibiotic. Many bacteria produce AMPCB lactamase only when B. lactam antibiotics are present and this is controlled by a sensory on switch molecule found inside the bacteria. Associate Professor Stubbs said previous ways to overcome AMPCB lactamase was to provide patients with an inhibitor of the AMPC enzyme as well as prescribing them the B. lactam antibiotic but this approach is quickly becoming much less effective with bacteria bacteria developing stronger and stronger resistance in recent years. The UWA-led research team has developed a compound that can stop the switching on of the AMPC enzyme. If the switch is not activated, AMPC-B lactamase can't be made, and then the antibiotic can work to treat the bacterial infection successfully, Associate Professor Stubbs said. These researchers tested the compound on a bacterial strain of Pseudomonas 
oreganosa. <laughs> which affects patients suffering with cystic fibrosis and found the new compound makes the bacteria much more susceptible to the effects of B-lactam antibiotics. Louisa Ho from the UWA School of Molecular Sciences said, because the new method could be applied to many B-lactams, older ones no longer on the market, were potentially back in the game. More work is needed, but the sets the foundation for a new chemical approach to stop B-lactam resistance, she said. The study was supported by funding from the Australian Research Council, the Canada Research Chairs Program, Cystic Fibrosis Canada, and the Canadian Institute of Health Research. Shout out to the Canadians. You know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? So there's your first news story. We starting off strong. Can't always pronounce all the crazy molecular terms up in this bitch, but we're going to keep going with it. Now the second story we got suicide rate among UK men is at its lowest in the 30 years, published by the Good News Network, of course. This hopeful new research out of the UK shows a positive trend amongst one of their most emotionally vulnerable demographics. A report from the Office for National Statistics shows that male suicides have fallen to the lowest rate it has been since 1981. The 2017 stats show that 15.5 men per 100,000 committed suicide, which is a praiseworthy decline from its point of 20 men per 100,000 in the 80s. The female suicide rate has remained stable at 4.9 per 100,000 for the last 10 years. We believe that the focus in recent years on suicide prevention to tackle the higher rates in men has contributed to this, Ruth Sutherland, head of mental health charity Samaritans, told BBC. Added to this reducing stigma around men's mental health and encouraging men to open up and seek help when they are struggling has been beneficial. We must all continue to target expertise and resources at preventing men from taking their own lives and to reduce suicide across the board, she added. And I don't know how men be killing themselves in Australia because you got Margot Robbie and she a smoke show. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to you and all the other Australian ladies out there. Men, keep your head up. Both of them. You know what I'm saying? Now on to the next story. We may soon be able to melt down plastic waste into fuel for hydrogen cars, published by the Good News Network, baby. Discarded plastic could be used to fuel cars in the future thanks to a groundbreaking process developed by scientists from Swansea University. They have been able to transform unwanted plastic into hydrogen, which in turn could be used to run cars. Dr. Moritz Connell of the university's chemistry department explains how light-absorbing material are added to the plastic before it is placed in an alkaline solution and then exposed to sunlight, which creates hydrogen. He said this process could be cheaper than recycling because any kind of plastic can be used and it does not need to be cleaned first. There's a lot of plastic used every year, billions of tons, and only a fraction of it is being recycled. We are trying to find a use for what is not being recycled, he told BBC. Most plastic bottles are made from PET, PET, polyethylene, tref Treftalate, polyethylene treftalate, baby, which can be recycled but often end up being burned or thrown into landfill, which is terrible. Connell said, but even if you do recycle it, it needs to be very pure. So only PET, nothing else mixed in with it, and it has to be clean, no grease, no oil. Potentially, you need to wash it, which is very expensive. And even if you do all of that, the plastic you get isn't always as nice as virgin material, he added. Get that virgin material, baby. (laughs) The beauty of this process is that it's not very picky. It can degrade all sorts of waste. Even if there is food or a bit of grease from a margarine tub, it doesn't stop the reaction. It makes it better. The process produces hydrogen gas. You can see bubbles coming off the surface. You can use it, for example, to fuel a hydrogen car. 
not. However, he warned that rolling out the project on an industrial level may still be years away. Cannell added that the work funded by the Engineering and Physical Science Research Council and an Austrian petrochemical company had also shown how the remains of the plastic could be recycled to make new plastic. Just one part of PET is used to produce the hydrogen and carbon dioxide. The other part stays intact and remains in the solution. He said, we get the hydrogen fuel and we get a chemical we can use to make new plastic. We don't want to make full new plastic, we just half of the material to make new plastic and the rest can be recycled. A clean, clear water bottle out of plastic, baby. So there you go. And now on to the last news story. In world's first ultra-cheap printable solar panels are launched in Australia, baby. Shout out to my Australians once again in 3D printing. Goodness gracious. Published by McKinley Corbley. An inexpensive new kind of solar power has just been launched in Australia, and it could signal the start of a groundbreaking new market for renewable energy. Professor Paul DeStore has created organic solar panels that can be printed using conventional printers. By using electronic inks that are printed onto sub-millimeter thin plastic sheets, the panels can be produced for less than $10 per square meter and installed by a few people within a single workday. Since the University of Newcastle professor developed the panels back in May 2017, they are now being tested in a six-month pilot installation on a pallet repair facility in Australia. The 200-square-meter installation on the building is the first commercial application of the technology in Australia and most likely the rest of the world. If the pilot is proven to be efficient, the solar tech will likely move into the more widely available commercial market within the next few years. According to The Guardian, the development of such a cheap and easy-to-install material could make signing up for energy accounts as easy as signing up for a new phone plan. And we all know how easy that is, am I right? This is the first commercial uptake of printed solar in Australia, most likely the world, said Dastor. It's in a historic step in the evolution of this technology and another example of private enterprise and community leading the charge in the adoption of renewables. Our printed solar cells are now considered to be at the top of the technology readiness tree, says Dastor. Those working in technology development use a NASA-developed technology readiness level, or TRL, system to determine how evolved our solutions are. With one being the lowest and nine the highest, we are now rated TRL-8 and essentially considered green-lit. Not only is that dope, but that is a cool-ass name. They are green-lit, baby. You already know what it is. Shout-out to my Australians taking over the Good News Network today on my show. You know what I'm saying? And now, before I hop into the final thought, which is the end of the show, I want to give you a nice little quote that the goodnewsnetwork.org is, you know, kind enough to share with us. And today is by a dude that I love and respect heavily, and it's by Elon Musk. And he said, this may sound corny, but love is the answer. Shout out to you, Elon Musk, especially after you just smoked a doobie with Joe Rogan. You're the man. You already know what it is, baby. So stick around, folks, because coming at you live in three, two, one, we got the final thought, baby. Let's get it. Life is full of ups and downs, twists and turns, nice roads, dark roads. It's crazy, beautiful, and it is just a culmination of everything rolled into one. And a lot of times it's tough to handle certain situations, but you always got to keep your head up and you got to stay positive because everything happens for a reason. Whether you make a choice or not, some things are just how they are. And I think we can all appreciate the people in the world that make it a better place, especially not just in our lives personally, but overall, which is why in the Sunday Fun Day wrap up, I like to give 
everybody a look at what's going on that they may not know because just because the world seems like a dark place at times, sometimes it seems like there's everything wrong with it. There is right, there is light. Sometimes you just gotta search for it and it's all around us and nothing changes, especially unless you change. The situation that you're currently in will not get better unless you get better. So you gotta do everything possible in your power, in your reach, to make whatever you want to happen, happen. Sometimes you gotta live the change, you gotta be the change in order to see the change. You know what I'm saying? You gotta always keep your head up, always stick your chest out, and handle it, baby. Because at the end of the day, you only get one life, and how you live it is gonna determine all the results that you get. Like I said, some things may happen out of your control and out of your reach, but the important thing is to always keep your head up and push through whatever's bringing you back or holding you down, because the struggle only makes us stronger. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you'd enjoy this episode of the Sunday Funday Wrap Up. Bang, bang, you already know how we do it. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. I'm going to be going to a wedding tonight, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be getting pretty crazy. I took tomorrow off of work, so I do not have the Monday Funday uh, pump up in there in the morning, but I'll probably end up doing that on Tuesday, all right? You know what I'm saying? But rest assured, you'll get an episode tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for tuning in. This is Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most Mojo. Saying one life, one love, I'm out.